You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome to A Step Further. This is our weekly podcast for Kingsway Christian Church, where we take what we talked about on Sunday a step further. My name is Matt Nickerson. I'm your host for today's podcast, and it's so good to be here with you today. I want to encourage you, if, if this podcast is all a blessing to you, would you just like and subscribe and share it? And that helps us, other people find out about us and kind of push us up so other people can find us. All right. So Sunday, we talked about the value of life. We're in our Elephants in the Church series. And um, man, this was a tough one. And the reason it was so tough for me is because I feel like in order to communicate the heart of God and how he stands about all life, uh, it's so hard because there's so much to say and so many applications to make. So rather than take this podcast and pick one of those, which I wrestled with and dig in, what I want to do is take one text I used on Sunday and unpack it further. And that comes out of John chapter 10, verse 10. I read the first part. I didn't focus on the second part, but it goes to the truth of the whole thing. And it says this, the thief, this is Jesus talking, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus in John chapter 10, verse 10. So in other words, he's trying to pit, there's two ways to life. One way is God's way. One way is the enemy's way. We would call the enemy Satan, but Satan has worked in the world to create these systems, these structures, uh, temptations in your heart and in mine to lead us away from God. But God comes, Jesus has come, has been sent by God in order to bring us life, to bring about life in this world. So anytime you're faced with the difference between these, say, two trees, as I talked about on Sunday, the tree of life, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the one tree, the tree of life, is intended, intended, appointed to point you towards life, to point you towards God. And even though it may look really good and really appealing and really appeasing to take the fruit of the other tree, you need to know at the end of it all is death. It's death. It's not life. But here's what I really want to focus on with our time today. One reason you should trust God's way over the other alternatives, and I realize there are a lot of alternatives, but one reason to trust God's way is because you understand the heart of who Jesus is and why God sent him. Listen to what Jesus says next in John chapter 10, verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So before I read any further, realize what Jesus is saying is, and this is a picture back in the day, like they would um, literally put the the sheep into some sort of rounded alcove or something, but there would be some way um, yet the sheep had to come in and out and the shepherd would literally lay down at the doorway in order to protect the sheep. So if any foxes or wolves or coyotes or whatever, bears or, you know, mountain lions wanted to come in and, and try to attack the sheep. They had to go through the shepherd. And Jesus is just saying, the thief, again, he comes to steal. He comes to destroy. He comes to kill. I literally lay my own life down to protect you um, as your shepherd. So does God love you or does God want to hurt you? Does God want to protect you or does God want to save you? Does God want to redeem you or does God try to prevent you from experiencing cool and fun things? Jesus is certainly painting a picture that the reason he came is to bring life. Now, listen to what he says next. The hired hand is not the shepherd, and he does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. So again, Jesus is trying to make this point. Look, I'm not just some hired hand who's just happens to be here doing a job. And if it gets terrifying enough, right? Like if a big enough animal comes, then uh, I'm just going to run away. He's like, no, there's no animal big enough to make me run away. I will stand here and I will literally lay down my life for my sheep. And in fact, I intimately know my sheep. When I look out there and I see little Johnny, the sheep scared, I know 
I know what's going on in John's life. And when I see Susan out there and she's scared, I know what's going on in her life. And I will do whatever it takes to protect my sheep. I love them. I care about them. So as a Sunday, as we talked about the value of life, tell me, do you think that God values your life? Do you think that God values all life? Do you think there's any person in the world that God believes is not valuable to him? Jesus says, I laid down my life, but there's a difference, right? Like you've got to make a decision to be a sheep and to follow in his ways. He says he lays down his life for his own sheep. When you put this, what Jesus is saying here with other texts in the Bible, for instance, say John 3.16, and even John 3.16 through 20, you would hear that Jesus says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, would not die, but would have everlasting life. And then he says, he goes on, he says, I didn't come into the world to condemn the world. I came into the world to save the world. But the world didn't want to be saved. They were afraid of the the light. And so they stayed hidden in the darkness. They were afraid the light would expose them. So what we learned and we kind of put together some of these texts is God loves everybody. And Jesus came and died for everybody. But the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus doesn't get applied equally to everybody. It gets applied to only those who want to be a sheep. And those who want to be a sheep, sticking with this analogy, is, is those who walk in God's ways. They walk in a right relationship with Jesus Christ. And what that does, though, is it provides the good shepherd for you. So this comes all the way back to this tree analogy I talked about on Sunday, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Jesus is the tree of life. And you will either eat of the fruit of that tree and live, or you will eat of the tree of your own freedom, your own choices, your desire to do what you want when you want, how you want, and what you will find in the end is death. And there's so many passages in the Bible that say this and affirm this. But I want to come back to John 10 as we kind of end here and allow you to hear the words of Jesus. Let's reread verse 14 as we get to the end. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd." The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Now, I want to stress here what Jesus is saying is I willingly lay down my life. The Romans, the Jews, they can't take it from me. They aren't strong enough. They aren't powerful enough. But I lay down my life and I take it back up again. Meaning I will die, but I will raise again. And when I do die, when I raise again, I'm going to call, again, in in his century, in his time, not just the Jews, but I'm going to call all Gentiles. I'm going to call all people from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth. I'm going to call all people willing to come and be one of my sheep to come and follow after me. Come and get to know my voice. I love you you. Now, here I want to apply this to your life real quick. Number one, if you're out there feeling depressed or lonely or sad or even suicidal today, I just heard about somebody today struggling. Listen, God loves you. He wants to know you. He does know you. He wants you to hear his voice, to listen and follow after him. If perhaps the sadness and the sorrow you're experiencing in this life, if it's come through some bad choices or other people's bad choices, man, come to Jesus and find that he is a willing savior and God is a good father over you. Maybe you're somebody out there and you work in a work environment where there's a particular person who just gets beat on all the time. They get downtrodden, they get made fun of, they get kicked around, uh, whatever it is. 
And um, I just want to encourage you maybe to see the value in their life that Jesus sees in your life. Come alongside them. Show them some care and some love, encouragement. Maybe take them to lunch. Uh, maybe help in some way or another. Reach out. Pray for them. But don't see it and ignore it. Become like Jesus in this world, doing for others what God has so graciously done for you. So I don't know how this message is going to land, but again, if you would like and share, we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and God bless. Thank you.